Sometimes I feel like it's easier to just not be me. Sometimes I wonder what it would be like if the real authentic me came out of hiding. You know, today I was reflecting and I realized that there's never been a time where there wasn't at least a small part of me hiding. And hear me when I say this because yes, I can be on stage and yes, I can give you the best of me. But that doesn't mean that there's parts of me that aren't hiding. And that's why I say, sometimes I think it would just be easier not to be me. Have you ever felt like it costs too much to be you. It would cost you everything that you placed value on. And it's not that you don't know that the real you is awesome. It's not that you don't know that the real you is beautiful. It's just that the price to be that person is sometimes worth more than what you're willing to pay. And I get it. I think there comes a time where we have to decide, who am I gonna be? How am I going to live the rest of my life? Am I going to keep hiding behind what I know doesn't serve me? Am I going to keep trying to make up for the things that weren't given to me by dumbing myself down, by lowering my standards, by not understanding my true value? How long will I keep doing that? And how long will the real me sit there waiting to be released? The flip side to this is what is the price that I pay by not being me? by not being 100% authentic in everything that I do. By no longer being afraid to be present, to engage on the level that I need to. By no longer hiding 
the bits and pieces of myself that are broken by showing up fully in who God created me to be as who God created me to be. Do I even know that person? Have I spent time discovering who that is? Is the cost of being me too great? Is it a price that I choose not to pay? But what is the price if I choose to walk away? You are now listening to the Just Love Thyself podcast. You are now listening to the Just Love Thyself podcast. You are now listening to the Just Love Thyself podcast. Hosted by your girl, Erin Elise. What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Erin Elise, and welcome to episode number five. Woo, we made it. We made it to episode number five. And if you have been an avid listener, you will know that it's been about a good month since we sat down together and had another date. This is date number five, you guys. It's a big deal. So my apologies for taking so long to get episode number five up. Honestly, y'all, the month of July kicked my fanny. I mean, really kicked my fanny. July was like, a TKO that I didn't even see coming. And in the same exact month, it was like, okay, now that you, now that we've knocked you out, like get back up, girl. We're going <laughs> we're going to help you up, girl. So yeah, July was low key a lot for me, and um I'm just now starting to feel like myself again, like things have kind of settled down. So I went through some transitions with um working so I I ended up changing jobs and then there was just like a lot of other stuff going on that I feel like I was reflecting on and growing and changing in and so yeah I mean July was quite the month but hello August my dear darling I'm so happy that you are here Oddly enough, this um, episode is recorded on my late and amazing grandmother's birthday. So rest in heaven, grandma. You are truly missed. Well, as you saw in the title, today we are talking about being ourselves. And I know that, you know... The spoken word piece was was what it was. I'm not even going to put a word on it or a label on it just because I feel like the spoken word piece just, it speaks for itself. But that is some of the stuff that I have been pondering on and reflecting on in my time away. Um, 
I'm not really sure how today is going to go, but I promise to keep it 100% real with you. That is the promise that I made to you when I first started this podcast, and I will hold true to that. When I or when we are discussing being authentic, you know, being authentically you, like what does that mean? I think a lot of times, you know, society and Instagram and Facebook, like we, and I've said this before, we do like the sugar-coated version of what it means to be ourselves. Like, oh, that means I'm going to quit my nine to five and I'm just going to like gallivant around the country or around the world and be fabulous. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that, that, that there is. But what I am saying is there's a whole lot more to it than that. You know, when we're talking about being 100% authentically ourselves, <laughs> we got to look at the stuff that we hide from even ourselves. And we've discussed this in previous episodes. If you go back and listen, I promise you'll find it. What parts of you do you hide from others and why? I'll tell you the parts of me that I have tried to stow away over the years and how honestly, I guess this just really has not worked in my favor. So growing up, you know, I was very, very shy and that was for a lot of reasons. There was um, some molestation that happened in my childhood and there was just a lot of murky water there and I was always very quiet I was very reserved I was very observant and also very timid and so I never really had anyone you know build me up in a way to say like like you are a hundred percent awesome like you go out there and you kick butt today like it was I was always kind of wondering you know like wondering if I was awesome and wondering how I fit into the grand scheme of society of of life of this world and so what I did when I observed And when I say observed, I mean like everything, like I observed television, I observed the people around me, I observed the people who I felt like were likable or popular. And in my observations, I would take characteristics of people that I felt like, okay, well, this person is cool because of X, Y, Z. And this person is likable because of X, Y, Z. And my father likes X, Y, Z. So these are all the things that you should be. And so I kind of like placed everything in this melting pot and was like, okay, this is what is acceptable. This is what people like. This is how I should be. And so I created, this sounds so crazy guys, and <laughs> but maybe you can relate. I created this persona based off of what I thought would get me into the places and the spaces that I wanted to be in because like I said, I was super timid, I was super shy, 
I was also very much a nerd before it was cool. And when I say a nerd, I just mean I was into a lot of stuff that other people were not. Like, okay, so we'll just sidetrack here. Follow me if you will. I would not really go to school a whole lot when I was younger. I'd hang out with my grandma like at the library. I would listen to like cassettes on tape. I would listen to all her old records. I would write short stories on the typewriter. Now, some of you may be thinking like, that is that sounds super dope. Like, what are you talking about? That's not nerdy. But in the 90s, though, it was, you know? So that was how I grew up. And when I saw that those types of behaviors, behaviors that, you know, I exhibited weren't really well received. Like I said, I I took on this persona. And one of the things that I had to realize and have, you know, been working through for, for some years, actually, is releasing a lot of those ideals that I created in that time frame, in that time period, the ideals of who you know, society says I'm supposed to be or who I, who I created on that list, right? And so when we're talking about being authentically ourselves, this is why I stated in the spoken word piece, you know, sometimes it's just easier to hide. It's easier to hide behind the things that we know will bring us acceptance, the things that we know will cause us to be likable you know and if we look at social media I mean everything is just saturated with like what you gotta do to be in shape what you gotta do to live your best life what you gotta do to find your boo and so it's like this one size fits all type of thing that we're subscribing to, but we are not a one size fits all type of people. You feel me or you feel me though? Like (laughs) we are not a one size type of people. And I think the problem that a lot of us could be facing right now is we're looking at this stuff and we're saying, why, why isn't this working for me? Why do I still feel a void? Why do I still feel empty? You know, how do I fix this? And so it all comes down to authenticity, but not just authenticity. It comes down to who I was created to be and knowing my creator. And so some of the conversations that I've had with God recently have been more about, um, because like I said, I've been challenging a lot of those ideals and um, almost in a way like rebuilding my, uh, myself, allowing God to rebuild me in this season. And so the question is, okay, God, who am I? Who am I now? See, I've asked the who am I question before, and I believe that he showed me. And so for years, I was confident and and, and good with that. 
And then a whole bunch of life stuff came in and happened. And so it's like, who am I now? And we'll be right back after this quick break. And welcome back from our break. So I think in the first half, I covered a whole lot of some of the reasons why, you know, growing up, I didn't really feel comfortable being myself and how later on in adult life, those tendencies, you know, that I had to put on characteristics of what I felt was likable how it has now at this point in life become something some sort of a hindrance and a stumbling block and you know I think if we're honest a lot of us can say that we've done something similar maybe not exactly the same maybe not even on the same magnitude but we've picked up little bits and pieces of things and kind of put it at the forefront calling it our personality, calling it our persona, but quite honestly, it's stuff that we hide behind. You know, our true identity is still back there like, hey, you know, when, <laughs> when you're going to choose to pick me up? When you're going to want to be me? And just speaking from my own, my own perspective and my own life, I think one of the things that, you know, made me think that it was better to put on some of these personas or these characteristics was that, you know, I don't want to go through the rejection of being myself. I don't want to go through the loneliness of being who I'm called to be and you know, for those of you who have been following me for a while, you know that I've, you know, I've done work in ministry and I've done work, you know, with women and stuff like that. And, you know, being completely honest, there was just a time period where, you know, once everything kind of fell apart, it's just like, okay, well, I don't necessarily think I want to go back to that. And now that I feel like, <laughs> now that I feel like it's time to begin to go back to that, God is saying, okay. Now I want you to be you full force, no bars held. And that in itself is frightening. And so I want to ask you, does you being you full throttle, does it frighten you? You, no bars held. Because I think if we're completely honest, there's a part of us that holds back out of some type of fear. Maybe it's fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of whatever. And the truth about it is, is we can only, you know, kind of ring around the rosy with this thing for so long before we decide before we decide whether or not we're going to climb up the mountain 
and just jump off that thing and just be like, yo, I'm just gonna, I'm going to be me at all costs because that's who God created me to be. And I'm going to learn how to fall radically in love with this person, you know, the person that I couldn't love before for whatever reason. Or we make the decision and we say, it's too much. I don't feel like going through all that. My life is comfortably uncomfortable. Like I know that I'm not living up to my full potential, but I'm willing to stay here because the cost of what I feel like being my authentic self would be is more than I'm willing to pay. Like at some point we have to make a decision. And so what I wanted to do today is talk is now talk about that. So the thing about who we are created to be is that that is your that is our and your true identity. That is who God foreknew before he literally placed us in our mother's womb. That is who he designed us to be, like perfectly designed us to be. And so even the things that we dislike, even the things that we feel like, you know, God, why did you make me this way? Why did you make me so sensitive? Why did you make me so fiery? Why did you make me, you know, so straightforward why did you make me this way I don't even necessarily want to be this way you know the way that he fashioned us is exact it's it's for a particular reason and so you'll only know the reason behind that behind your makeup when I say makeup I don't mean like stuff you put on your face but I mean like your actual makeup, the the DNA of your spirit, you know, the DNA of the soul of who you are. The only reason that you'll ever understand why he created you the way that he did is when we begin to walk in authenticity, we will see this is why me being overly sensitive pays off because I'm alert. I'm alert to certain things and it works for me in this way. It's not necessarily a hindrance. It's a hindrance if I don't understand why I was created the way I was created. But it's not a hindrance if I walk in authenticity and I get it. So I want us to do something together. I want us to commit to understanding who we were created to be and to commit to falling in love with that person and to commit to walking this thing out. What we don't need and what the world doesn't need any more of is fake people and these fake epiphanies and these fake like get your life together moments, these things that don't actually really help us out. And so I'm, I'm asking that you would join me on this journey of learning who you are and falling in love with who you are and uh, being 100% authentic in who God created you to be, not who you think that you should be 
but in who you were actually created to be. And we'll be right back after this quick break. Because here's the thing about it. When we are living authentically who, as who God created us to be, there's a whole new level of ourselves. There's a whole new level of God. There's a whole new level of life that becomes available once we put down the crap that's not ours and we walk in authenticity. There's such a power in that and not just a power, but there's such a freedom in that. And I think I would, I can go as far as to say that some of us are feeling restrained and we feel dead on the inside because we've subscribed to so many things that don't honor who we are. It doesn't honor who God created us to be. And so because of that, we're stifled, we're blocked up, we're unhappy, and we don't know what to do. And so I want to challenge you, I want to challenge us to do this together, to spend time, you know, maybe whether it's in reflection or, you know, journaling and prayer, all of the above if you can, and just ask God, like, who did you create me to be? Who am I in this season of life? And just see what happens. I want to tell you that who you were created to be is so significant. And I feel this for somebody out there. It's so significant. Even though people have told you, like maybe how they told me growing up, like, no, you're weird. That's never going to become anything, you know. I want to tell you that who you are matters. The gifts that you have are intentional. They're not to be wasted. They're not to be cheapened. Like, don't sell yourself short. When you and we fully accept who God has created us to be, no bars held, and just live that thing out, everything is going to begin to make sense. And so I want to encourage you to engage with God and engage with yourself, your true self. Let's take some time and just really reflect because who we are is beautiful. Who we were created to be was very intentional and how God fashioned us is powerful. We are powerful beyond measure. We gotta be the change. Change doesn't happen when we blend in. 
change happens when we step up and we say, this is who I am and this is how I decide to live. And we walk authentically in that. That's power and that's freedom. So I'll talk to y'all next time. Let me know your thoughts on this episode. Want to join in on the conversation? Guess what? You totally can. All you have to do is hit the link that says send a voice message. Send your girl Erin Elise a question or a comment that she can address live during the next recording of podcast. We want to hear from you. Your voice matters. Your questions matter. And this is a community. So what are you waiting for? Send your questions in already.